Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Tobias Rex, and this is the Sharks, Dinosaurs, and Mythical Creatures podcast coming at you right now. I would just like to let you guys know that it was my birthday five days ago. I'm 22 years old now. And this morning's episode is going to be on um, on another one of the Monarch Titans. Um, it's not Godzilla or Mothra, because I've already done them. It's going to be on the Titan that was truly born in fire. Rodan. Here we go. Rodan is a kaiju that bears a close resemblance to a giant pterosaur that can walk upright on two legs. Rodan generally has either brown or burgundy skin with a spiky chest and two to three horns on the back of his head. And here are how his designs have differed over the years. The original design featured a large but slim body, enormous wings, and a large jagged head. And this Rodan had a very different face from any of the later designs, as he had a menacing, angry look on his face. Also, his beak was broader, more jagged, and inside it he actually had teeth. On top of its head were jagged horns. And this Rodan also had large eyebrows which covered its eyes. And because of that, it is unknown if this particular Rodan had pupils. But some models of the design sport distinctive pupils, making it a possibility. The next design was used in Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, and Invasion of Astro Monster. And this suit looks very similar to its predecessor, but with significant differences. And alterations from Rodan's previous traits include more rounded wings with short claws, a longer neck, a smaller and thinner beak, and large expressive eyes in contrast to the pitch black eyes of the original. In the original Rodan, the two Rodans are depicted as horrific and dangerous creatures who, despite their destructive nature, care deeply for each other and are unwilling to live without one another. In Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, Rodan displays a great deal of personality, openly mocking Godzilla when the latter is covered in moth silk. And according to the translation of the monster's conversation by one of the characters, R uh, Rodan agrees with Godzilla's sentiment that he only hates humans because they hate him. And Rodan claims that he has no obligation to protect human beings and prefers to continue his pointless fight with Godzilla. However, upon seeing Mothra bravely take on King Ghidorah by herself, Rodan joins forces with Godzilla to battle the extraterrestrial creature. In subsequent films in the Showa series, uh, Rodan is seen as a loyal ally of Godzilla who assists him and the other Earth monsters in fighting off King Ghidorah. In Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, Rodan sees baby Godzilla as a brother and will go to great lengths to protect him, nearly being killed by both Godzilla and Mechagodzilla. After seeing that baby Godzilla is a Godzilla-saurus rather than a Pteranodon like him, Rodan willingly sacrifices himself to save Godzilla from the Mecha so that he can raise the baby. And every one of Rodan's Toho interpretations have had largely consistent origins, always being portrayed as a species of Pteranodon that survived the extinction of the dinosaurs at the end of the Cretaceous period and was mutated by nuclear radiation. The means in which he was exposed to the radiation has varied in each of his appearances. In the Shawa series, there were originally two Rodans, a male and a female, whose eggs lay dormant deep underground on an island, and kept alive by radiation deposits in the surrounding soil, 
the eggs were eventually unearthed by miners from a nearby village and subsequently hatched. In Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, a third Rodan emerged from the same volcano in which the previous two died, though it is never specified if this individual was an offspring or one of the original two who had managed to survive. And now here is the Monsterverse version of Rodan. The Monsterverse incarnation of Rodan has a larger wingspan compared to any of his predecessors. And his physique overall bears a strong resemblance to a bird of prey. He possesses a large, heavy beak that is lined with tooth-like spikes, and a pair of horn-like spurs curled down the back of his skull. He has a pair of ridge-like brows and beady yellow eyes with circular pupils. He also possesses large, bird-like legs with sickle-shaped hooked claws on each toe, and a smaller near vestigial toe at the back, similar to theropod dinosaurs. And the shape of Rodan's wings, along with his head, give him a resemblance to traditional depictions of pterosaurs, while his tail is spade-shaped, similar to his 1956 version. He also has a hand on each arm that is partly detached from the wing, with two long fingers and a thumb, each are equipped with long claws. And Rodan's skin is burgundy-colored, and possesses a texture similar to molten rock with bumps and ridges along his chest and back. The lower edges of his wing membrane appear to be lined with heated, red-glowing cracks, making it appear as if Rodan's wings are smoldering or oozing lava whenever he's flying. And his injury from Mothra's stinger indicates that Rodan doesn't bleed, and revealed that his body has a bright, yellow, internalized light underneath the opaque skin. And using his wings to balance himself, Rodan can both walk and stand upright whenever he's not flying. Now, Rodan's voice. Uh, Rodan's voice is similar to shrill, grating screams, and are quite different from the roars of his previous versions. He is also capable of emitting lower-pitched, more bird-like sounds. So, so here's what the original Rodan sounded like. For the MonsterVerse version, the filmmakers recorded the voices of cranes, owls, penguins, and vultures to implement them into Rodan's voice. He also makes low guttural clicks and growls that sound oddly similar to the Mutos, but deeper in tone. So, here, so here's what the legendary Rodan sounds like. And guys, in my opinion, a really, really good sound for Rodan, and this is definitely the voice I would have given him if I were directing the film, it would be the howls and whistles of the Avril Vulcan jet.
and unlike Godzilla and Mothra, Rodan appears to be an overall neutral titan, whose allegiance after Ghidorah's separate victories against him and Godzilla is to whichever titan currently has the alpha position. And based on his presence at Washington, D.C., pursuing the military, Rodan appeared to be particularly faithful to Ghidorah when he was alpha, and or eager to slaughter the hostile humans. But, in the aftermath of Ghidorah's death, he was the first titan out of Ghidorah's former pact to bow to Godzilla after receiving a domineering snort from the latter. And here are his powers and abilities. Rodan is an intelligent and ferocious fighter in combat, shown by his use of aerial maneuvers when slaughtering the Raptor Squadron near Isla Tamara, and by him snapping his jaws in an attempt to crush Mothra's head in Boston. However, Rodan also appears to be overly aggressive, shown by how he opted to clash with Ghidorah upon flying into the latter's storm near the former's territory, despite his opponent's superior size, ferocity, and abilities, and by leaving his shoulder open to attack by Mothra's stinger in Boston. And despite his aggression in Washington, D.C., Rodan only attacked following his awakening as a direct result of the Raptor Squadron firing at him when he was atop his home. Beforehand, upon noticing the large human settlement that had developed nearby during his dormancy, but he just decided to curiously observe without becoming hostile. And Rodan's decimation of the nearby town with a sonic boom whenever he took off indicates that he's either indifferent towards humans in general, or that he deemed all humans his enemy in response to the raptors attacking him. And here is the Monarch file. Within a Monarch containment facility atop the active Isla de Mara volcano, a mysterious titan lies in pyrostasis within the restless magma. The legends speak of it as the Fire Demon, or the One Born of Fire, but a simpler name echoes throughout the ancient temples of volcanically active regions. Rodan. A volcanic internal combustion system of magma flows throughout a body covered in rock-like scales that act as geothermal armor. While much larger in size, Rodan has a skeletal structure similar to that of a pteranodon, which is one of the earliest vertebrates known to have developed the power of flight. Just as Kong is king of the primates, Rodan is probably king of the skies. Because of the extreme temperatures within this particular containment facility, current lab equipment can't function properly. As a result, thermal heat signatures on the creature are impossible to collect, and Monarch detection crews uh, conducted cardiograms via aerial satellite for life sign detection and verification. And much like the volcano that incubates him, Rodan is alive, but dormant. So he's just sleeping right now, and he can wake up at any second. Rodan's wings are wrapped around its body in stasis, but our cryptos estimate a wingspan big enough to create a sonic thunderclap capable of leveling entire cities as it flies overhead. And RF capture scans reveal that Rodan's skin is not made of rock, but it does have an outer dermis of sharp volcanic sediment collected from centuries of dormancy. Psyops theorizes the vulcanized appearance of its skin may be an evolutionary trait developed as a form of camouflage against mountains or large rock formations. Truly, a titan forged in fire. Rodan possesses an internal volcanic combustion system, causing him to radiate heat, the temperature of which can reach up to 1200 degrees Celsius. As a result, 
Rodan's external body temperature is life-threateningly hot upon close contact, to the point that he was able to use it during his fight with Mothra to slowly try and burn her to death. And when Rodan was stabbed by Mothra, a small amount of fire was seen erupting from the wound. And here is something really cool. Rodan's massive wings are powerful enough to deliver a devastating sonic thunderclap beneath his flight, powerful enough to instantly decimate buildings and throw vehicles, debris, and people straight into the air with tornado-like force. The film's producer, Michael Doherty, claims that Rodan is able to swim and magma to travel if he needs to, but because the biovolcanic combustion inside of him can withstand the highest temperatures. Due to his armor and size, Rodan can completely shrug off bullets from rifles to missiles, and he's unfazed uh, by close contact with lava. And despite his body temperature and affinity for heat, he even recovered seemingly on his own from falling right into the ocean. Um, and even an open wound from being impaled through the shoulder by Mothra. Well, well, at first it did hurt him a little bit, but he was able to shrug it off. Rodan has a skeletal structure similar uh, to that of a Pteranodon, and thus is capable of fast, long-distance flight. And with a wingspan of over 871 feet, he has the capability of flying across oceans w without losing stamina. Rodan also has a razor-sharp beak that could be used as a formidable weapon, and could be used to inflict cutting, impaling, or crushing damage. Due to his immense wingspan, Rodan is fast enough to keep up with and outfly military fighter jets and the USS Argo. And, and of course, guys, you know that you know how fighter jets are capable of lots of lots of aerial maneuvers. And well, apparently, Rodan's capable of these too. And guys, when I saw him pull one off, like when he did that spiral and decimated the Raptor Squadron around him, I was like, "Now that gives a whole new meaning to the term death roll." And here's his fighting style. Rodan mainly uses his beak and talons for combat. And, and he can use them to easily crush fighter jets. He, uh, he even used his wings to knock off the raptors he was attacking. And Rodan is also strong enough to last a significant length of time grappling in the sky with both Mothra and Ghidorah. And guys, take this one seriously. Volcano Agrikinesis. The novelization of Godzilla King of the Monsters uh, reveals that Rodan can make volcanoes erupt just by flying over them. So let's hope he doesn't accidentally fly over Yellowstone, because if he does, we're screwed. And he, and he only has one known weakness. Mothra's Stinger. Mothra's abdominal stinger can pierce through Rodan's armor and body at close range. And although Rodan did recover from the blow after several minutes, the impalement was devastating enough to ultimately take him out of the flight in the meantime, leaving him to fall to and writhe on the ground in pain. And lastly, here's the trivia. The MonsterVerse version of Rodan is the first one to appear in an American film, and he is somewhat smaller than his previous incarnations. However, his height may be a matter of posture, as this version is often somewhat forward-bent. And much like the MonsterVerse Ghidorah, the MonsterVerse Rodan is the first incarnation of the character to have a four-legged stance by using his wings as forelimbs, um, um, although he has only seen doing so uh, like when he's crawling from the volcano he woke up in. And here's the trivia according to Michael Doherty. D amongst the film's four main titans, Rodan uh, was intended to represent the element fire, so, such as like Godzilla, water, Mothra, earth, 
Rodan, fire, and Ghidorah, wind, or air. And in a scrapped concept, the interior of Monarch Outpost 56 was intended to be a fire demon temple filled with Mayan-esque architecture dedicated to Rodan. And the production team looked at dozens of different kinds of birds of prey, such as hawks, vultures, and eagles for references when designing Rodan. He was initially designed with calcified feathers, but this was abandoned. And also like Ghidorah, the elements of, Rodan, elements of Rodan's design bear a strong resemblance to Smog in the live-action Hobbit film trilogy, such as his colors, the red glowing cracks in his body, his legs, and most notably, uh, the three-fingered hands on his wings. Rodan also bears a resemblance to the Firebird from Disney's Fantasia in 2000, given his biovolcanic nature and destructive behavior. And as seen on the Monarch Sciences website, Monarch Outpost 56, where he was contained, what references 1956, the year the original Rodan was released. And speaking of the Monarch Sciences website, I'm going to go on that right now, and I am going to, and I'm going to see where all of the Titans have been lately. Alright, here we go. Let's see if we can find a Rodan sighting. Okay, oh, okay, I found a sighting. Uh, Monarch sighting. Location, Sicily, Italy. Hey, that rhymes. Sicily, Italy. <laughs> so, sunlight refraction from, uh, from atmospheric density, unusual cloud structure, or wings. And, and guys, in the picture, there, there's the city of Sicily, Italy, and, and to the right of it is the volcano, Mount Etna, which appears to be erupting, as I can see lava spewing out of it. But um, but if you look directly above the cloud, but there's a really strange structure that kind of resembles wings and a head. So, so that could possibly be a Rodan sighting. And I believe that there's one more Rodan sighting that I can find in here. And I think this one was in the United States. Yeah, Florida. Fiery sky observed in South Florida, USA. Possible emergence of the king of the skies? So, in this picture, there is, apparently this was taken from somebody's backyard, and off in the distance, there is a cumulonimbus cloud, or thunderstorm cloud, that has an anvil shape because of the upper level winds, but it has an orange fiery glow in it, so Rodan could possibly be hiding in there. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode, I hope you enjoyed it, if you did, be sure to like and subscribe to my podcast, it comes out every two weeks. This is Tobias Rex saying Godspeed and stay tuned for next episode because it is going to be on the devil with three heads, a.k.a. the one who is many.